Welcome to Self-Created Podcast with Janelle Simmons and Shanika Pishi, giving you resources and gems to create your best self. From books to recipes, local happenings, culture, and everything else in between. Helping you to learn or unlearn because each and every one of us are creators. I don't know if it's the changing of seasons. I don't know if it's just a Friday and this has been just a week because we're recording on Friday, y'all. Um, I don't know if this is just normal tired, but we's tired. Like T-I-Y-E-D. <laughs> tired, just tired. Weary, that's what I feel like. <laughs> But thankful. <laughs> so grateful. Oh my gosh, guys. So grateful. Um, speaking of grateful, I um went and bought a little kind of four by six, three mm-hmm. by five little journal thingy I'm gonna use as a gratitude journal. Oh dope. Uh, because you know, I was talking um, you know, to my therapist. <laughs> Oh yeah, your I know every time I say that, you know, it's right thinking in her head, mm-hmm, I've been telling you. <laughs> I've been saying, saying we all have to get there on our own. When you arrive, we congratulate you. But in fairness, in fairness, remember, I was having a hard time. You did. You did. You did. I had a good three, four months when I was like, Janelle, I'm trying. I know. And I was like, Lord, (laughs) if I, I was at the point, y'all, I was like, look, talk to my therapist. God darn. Like why? (laughs) We were, I was getting very worry because I understand <laughs> when you get like you're trying to do a thing and the thing doesn't happen in a time frame you get tired and I'll say oh I can't I can't have her quit I can't I, I know can't and it's it's hard and you know it's hard for you know and I right I do sympathize for the person that has like an addiction or whatever who's not hearing back and it's like you just have to have that moment where you're just like look you're all you got and you got to keep on pushing Listen. and that's basically what I did and now I have a therapist I've said before who I love she's like you know reminds me just like an older sister with great advice um ah nice 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 um but anyways I was you know telling her I do these brain dumps and you know she was saying how another client of hers is brain dumps but sometimes when she looks back at what she reads she like gets depressed and I'm like and I do that too because I'm like you know I just literally wake up whatever's in my mind and there's been times I look back at old um passages and then I'm like but I'm thankful for my sons but I'm already feeling sad because I just spent like whole page just like brain talking about negative things so I was like okay I need to and then I listened to um Kat Sadler, her podcast. And she was talking about how she has two journals, like everything that's going, I think maybe she said she had like a manifesting. No, maybe just like a regular journal. But then I know she definitely said she had a gratitude journal because she wanted something where she could just talk about anything that she was thankful for, for that day. So I'm going to start that. Um, Just, you know, thankful for having a full tank of gas, you know, just like the stupidest things, something like that. um, Just to put in there. Um, and I've been seeing something else go around um, where people are posting, you know, put a folder on your desktop of um, like any praise or anything you get. So when you're feeling down, you can have that to look at. So I'm going to kind of use this gratitude journal as that, like, look yeah. back at this day and why you were thankful for this. And, you know, what can you do to continue to have that energy, that same feeling? No, I, I agree. Um, gratitude journal is good. Um, my, um, shout out to Katrina with take the break. Um, when I did her coaching last year, she gave me the assignment of not only a gratitude journal, but a things can be easy recorder. So she was like, they can be the same thing, meaning like use the same book, but just have one line where you write something that you're grateful for. And then the next line, write how something was easy that day because you need to have a tally of showing yourself things can be easy you know we keep saying to ourselves sometimes oh if in order for us to have a thing you know it has to be hard has to be difficult has to be hard fought and it's like no things can come to you easily things can happen easily and so she's like you need to have evidence that's what it was an easy evidence um journal so I would write a thing that I was grateful for or a couple of things um, and then 
a couple of things that I, you know, came easily to me that day. And it could be, like you said, simple stuff like, you know, um, when I went to go park, to go to Kroger, there was a parking spot where I wanted it easy, you know, or the Mm -hmm. thing I wanted in the store was available because we know now that that is a whole thing. Um, If y'all aren't aware right now, there's a big kerfluffle with shipping and transportation. And so things may not get here on time. So give yourself and if you order from anybody, um, give them grace, like small businesses, big businesses, screw them. Um, (laughs) Also pricing is going up on certain materials that we need. Yes. So, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say I'm necessarily gonna eat it this year because um, my pricing on my stuff has stayed about the same, but I'm definitely gonna increase pricings on some yeah. things next year. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I totally agree with the gratitude journal um, or any type of recorder that you all wanna do that will help you in whatever you're trying to like be aware of. Cause that's kind of like the, you know, we're continuing that conversation of awareness with this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, it's gratitude. And you said you were going to do two books. What was the other book? Is that what's just going to be your brain dump? Book? Brain dump. Brain okay. dump. Okay. Um, and I was going to say you talking about how things can come easy also ties into this, to continuation of our self-assessment because we are kind of like the last generation of where we how remember things how they were before and we're seeing and we're young enough to kind of adapt and change to how things are now so right. um you know our philosophy back then was like you work hard you get this and then you know you um retire you die you know whatever 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 and i was right. telling my therapist about it i said but now instead of being like whoop, whoop you got a job you're like yes you quit that job you know and, and <laughs> yes 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 that just be- or we were like, it would be like, oh, you quit that job. What about your benefits? What about, okay, well. Uh, what are you doing? Come, you ain't got no job? Dip. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like. How you without yeah. not having a job? That's yeah. And so now that's becoming a bit more accepting. Um, yeah. Yes, because. Oh, so mental two, health. Mental health. So two, two, two things. I'm going to keep them, keep them short, keep them brief. First thing, this weekend, um, I participated in Exodus Summit, or it was Exodus Homecoming, where it was the whole premise of the um, summit was Black women who are choosing career break sabbaticals or expat life. And for those of you who may not know, that is one of my goals is to have a career break as well as um, live abroad. Okay. And they were very upfront, very transparent, which was, we're not here to show you, teach you how to get a job because we are very much anti-job. Um, Black women as a whole are usually overworked and underpaid and undervalued. So they were like, we're not trying to feed you into that toxic culture. We're trying to get you out. So we're here for rest. We're here for restoration. We're here for ease. You know, We're here to help you on your path of living your best life free of that other stuff. So if there is ever a question, we will always say, quit your job, quit your job, but make sure you got your money together. Make sure you have, you know, benefits, (laughs) all that. But if it's, if there is ever a question, quit your job. So (laughs) I was just laughing about, I'm going to see if I can find the text that um, I sent you a couple weeks ago when I was like ready to blow shit up and he was like okay you got your blow shit up plan <laughs> <What's your plan? laughs> right. I was like I don't I'm yes go ahead leave if you want to but I just don't don't leave your one pan to get into a fiery pot like can you can I you walk like, out the kitchen I was just like I was just saying it like <laughs> and I was like oh okay well then tell me because you know I listen I am go I know action you that's why I tell people you need to preface when you talk to me about things because I go into strategy mode immediately you say Janelle I'm tired of this shit okay you tired let's talk about it what you want to do where you want to go let's get it let's get it if you need me to be a soundboard please say hey Janelle I need a soundboard and I say oh okay and then I close all the strategy down and I just sit and I listen and being like here's the thread 
me. I'm about to throw shit in the air and walk out of my job. Laud, I'm being tested. <laughs> you, remember, breathe, remember its purpose. It's serving that pers- purpose and nothing more. Have you done a get out of work chart? Like, do you need to, like, do you know the number you need to hit so you can transition out? And then I was just like, yes, and this and that. And, and I was like, you know, thank goodness I did my yoga and my breath work because I'd be calling from jail. Janelle, come get me. I just fucked <laughs> someone up being stupid. How long is it going to take you? <laughs> like three and a half hours. He was like, it'd be like three hours. <laughs> I was sat know. there too. I know. I was sat there because I was like, I can't tell my parents. <laughs> I can't tell my parents. That's how you know I'm gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> Don't fuck somebody up, y'all be like all right um <laughs> so i got this money but uh I, i'm gonna need it back <laughs> like, no i mean i could have paid you back i could have gotten paid you back i would just I need know. to pick it right exactly <laughs> but that's what i'm saying it's like you know <laughs> our generation going forward is changing the view of work and so this leads me to my segue of the other point i was going to say I was on a panel, not on a panel, just recently, I was listening to a panel talking about the future of work in regards to technology or tech jobs. And I was a little kind of like meh about the panel because it was three, I'm making the assumption that they were all heterosexual. I don't necessarily know from the top, from what they sound like, they did sound like they were all heterosexual. So all men, white men, heterosexual men. And I was just like, who child, what are we going to listen to in here? And it was very much in line with what I thought. It was very, yes, they were younger as in, they were probably like our age um, mm-hmm. or maybe Gen, um, Gen X. But Wait, was, are we not Gen X? We are not. We are millennials. So we don't have a generation at all? Yeah, we do. We're, we're, if anything, we would be Gen Y, but they changed the Y to, to millennials. So we're the millennial generation. Gen X's are like your sister and your brother. And then we got boomers. And then I don't know what your kids are because they're not the Gen Z. They're not Gen Z. So Gen Z would be your nieces and nephews. That's Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So these Gen (laughs) These Gen Xers were speaking. And so I wish I would have wrote down like the key points, but essentially you could hear about, you know, y'all better do good in these jobs, you know, because if there's not a show of the work, then a lot of companies are going to go the opposite way and go back to the office. And I'm like, well, then y'all going to be sitting with a whole bunch of open positions because we ain't coming back. And I was like, And then they were saying, you know, they didn't, like some of them didn't really see a big difference in their productivity, you know, from them being home. If anything, it was kind of the opposite. And I was like, well, obviously y'all don't have family. Or if you do have family, you're not the main caretaker. Because I can definitely say for my friends that are home, there has been a shift because they're able to do the things that previously they couldn't. Now, if there's no childcare, it does decrease some of their productivity because they're having to do the things right be a teacher mm-hmm. be the lunch lady da 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 you know I'm using you know women terms because I'm most of my friends I'm getting this information from are women um so or uh, identify as such and I was like well do y'all have families and then I was like well y'all are not even taking into consideration the you know anybody who's not a white man meaning for those of us who are of the global majority, the microaggressors that we encountered every day going to the office are cut significantly. There was a whole article about that. And so it was just a whole bunch of stuff that I was just like, y'all really missed the ball. And on the previous um, panels that this company has done has been very diverse, but also the topic has been about diversity. So one of the things I was going to do was email them and be like, look, if you could not have found any non-white men people to sit on this panel, just say so. Because you have people of color of the global major- majority who are recruiters, who work in HR, 
who mm-hmm. own businesses, who could have gave you a much more diverse and rich conversation other than spouting the same things that's been, they, you know, you all have been talking about. And I was just like, this is, this is rote. So anyway, it was interesting. Um, it's just like really interesting to me now that there's still panels where there's just not diversity there's not diversity like, I mean not- even just to like save face you know I'm like it's it's wild because you the only time you bring people of diverse backgrounds is when you're talking about diversity but that's the whole freaking point is that yeah. we aren't just our you know our ethnicity and our experiences you could have me sit on a panel to talk about business analysis because that's what the hell I do. You have plenty of black women who work in HR, black women who are business owners, black women who work in tech, black women who are recruiters or Asian women or non-gender conforming, you know, whatever. And so it just, it was so annoying, but and it doesn't have to be the topic it doesn't have to be being black in tech because it's no. like look, I'm, already, I'm already black in tech just talk <laughs> so, about tech I'm going my yeah. whole self is going to show up and it's going to come out and it's going to give you a perspective that you may have not thought about because you are not me duh and so I was just like a little missed at that but the reason why I was talking about that in, entirely was when you were saying about work in previous generations and how you know we are sitting at this precipice and I've noticed it is very much of like an old guard new guard type of viewpoint and you still Mm -hmm. have people who are like our age of our generation because we are now moving into you know upper management and we're taking the reins and I know it's kind of weird for people to think of millennials as adults because they still have this viewpoint like we're children. And it's like, no, millennials are knocking on 40. We're, we're, we're about to be 40. We are in our late 30s and mid, mid to late 30s. Like we have moved. And like, I guess because, you know, the boomers are like, that's our children. So they still kind of keep us in that child mentality in place. And it's like, nah, we got whole kids in elementary school, not babies, elementary school, some of us got high schoolers and middle schoolers. Y'all got mortgages, Mm -hmm. y'all paying car notes. Some of y'all putting kids through college, you know, hell, some of y'all helping your parents out. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this stuff, like we are grown. (laughs) So, I mean, a good portion of us are 20 plus years out of high school. We have 10 to 15 years in seniority positions, you know, like it's, we got experience. We ain't the new bucks anymore. That's Gen Z, they're coming in. So it's just wild that people think, oh, millennial, you're new. Oh, this is like, and it's like, nah. And I really would like for us as a generation to continue pushing the needle forward in regards to how we view work and how work is in our life. I think this pandemic really showed how much we were relying on work when it was really the other way around. Work was relying on us. And then when we took that ability to be like, you know what, I don't have to do this. And it's just like, it shattered some misconceptions. So I am all for it. Like, that's why I was like, when you were like, I'm ready to quit. I'm like, okay, girl, let's go. Like let's do this <laughs> but but if you're gonna do it let's be strategic let's think about it let's figure out how you can do it because you you know we aren't at our 20s where you know sleeping on somebody's couch is is, is a thought you know yeah no you, you not at all have, not at all so you got to have the cushion to transition you from one place to a net right so there's that part um but yeah I'm just like it's it's the the world of work is changing and that's why I was so perturbed at some of their language that they were using in regards to employers and talking about a labor shortage that's like there's no labor shortage to let me well let me phrase that there might be a skill gap there might be 
Um, yeah, I think there's probably more of a skill gap, but as in regards to labor shortage, it's not 100% clear cut, it's nuanced because you got people who refuse to work in the same working conditions as before. You got employers not coming up on money. You need to pay us more. <laughs> like it, it, you, yeah. you ain't gonna turn around. You need to pay people more. You need to give people benefits. We will show up. That's the problem. They're talking about labor shortage. I was like, well, yeah, because you're trying to still pay us with 1990 rates, but we are living in the year of our Lord, 2021. And like you just said earlier, stuff is going up. You're, you're, the money that you have now is not giving you the same buying power as it did 5, 10, 15 years ago. Inflation is coming for that ass. So it's just mm. like, you got to meet us there. And people are saying, why bother when I can go X? And that's the other part. So that was what was kind of annoying. And then also too, it was like, who are you trying to hire? <laughs> who? Yeah. Who are you trying to hire? Because there are plenty of people who don't look like you who would love to work, but at the same time, your hiring practices are biased. Your algorithms are biased in your automated recruiting machines, you know, and how they look, look through the resumes and stuff is biased. You're not recruiting in places. You're only going to the same stale behind schools that the owner of the company went to. So of course, talking about a pipeline, you ain't even you ain't even out here doing the first hole talking about there's a pipeline issue. When we ain't seen you at Home Depot getting no pipes, we talking about. So that's kind of why I was just like, yeah, this is some this is some foolishness, and I will not participate. <laughs> It's yeah. any of it. So I, I think for everybody out there, if you are feeling like kind of like us, that that weariness, that tired, that languishing, we recognize that we see you, we understand, like, because it, it is a challenge to still be your whole self and then be a whole working adult. It's a lot. It is a whole it's so lot. much. It's so yeah. so, which is one of the reasons why I would segue with our topic of like personal hobbies and interests. Those are so needed in this time and space because they help you feel human. <laughs> they help you maintain your sanity, yo. Like, woo, Chile. Um, so what, what have or what are you doing that you know, you pick back up or you're getting interested in, are you looking into that you may not have before? Hobby-wise, just like straight up hobby. Mm-hmm. Or interest, um, whichever. Hmm? What'd Actually, you say? Hob- hobby or interest. Um, well, I mean, I've gotten back into, well, for one, like working out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've like become very obnoxious and like to just touch my shoulders because I can feel gains right there Gains. um and then the reading I think I talked about the 25 and 5 last time so really just getting back into reading again um um I need to take find some time to sew and then this season when it gets a little bit colder I always want to knit and that's always usually like an easy project that I can take with me um, anywhere and just like, you know, get a couple rows in. And then also just kind of, instead of like saying, oh, I need a new hobby, I just need to revisit the ones that I already have. So like I said, it is the reading, it is the sewing, it's the knitting. I don't need to be like, I need to take up, you know, fire blowing or some crap like <laughs> that, you know, like. Right, right. Bringing back the things that, that bring you joy. And yeah, I already, I already got a bag of tricks. So let me go in and pull one out and see what happens understandable um and then also i mean uh, hiking yeah, yeah just like being active i might kind of see when i've got some free time maybe next week because i had ordered all this stuff to uh, attach to my gopro too Ooh. <laughs> i got the thing where you put it on your head and... i love it i love it and then oh. like the um the um oh, wait the, the the weight the vest kind um as well because 
There's so many white men on YouTube talking about their GoPro. Where the sisters at? They're there, or you about to bring them out. You gonna bring them to the yard, girl. Okay, that's, I mean, they're there, but you know. Right. Like, hey guys, I just wanna show you my GoPro. I mean, which I ain't gonna lie, they've shown me some tips, but. Right. <sighs> we out there. So, um, really, I'm just, I'm also kind of, I wanna take like a solo trip, something. Mm. Just go somewhere. Like go in, go in a tree, climb up a tree and just sleep. <laughs> go, on a, go up a tree and sleep. Um, someone um, had mentioned about a retreat, but it's in Ash, well not but, and it's in Asheville or Hendersonville. I think it's Hendersonville. Um, and they really enjoyed it and they said it was very reasonable. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find that information. I'll send it to you because I think it's right up it's, it's right up your alley. It's very Fiona, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, reasonably priced. So mm-hmm. sorry, mm-hmm. An in, inside joke <laughs> between us two. Mm, mm, mm. Love, love Fiona Turney. <laughs> oh my um, goodness. So yeah. I know with her expensive ass retreats listen her ashrams she i know wasn't she gone for like a month yeah well it wasn't a month but it was definitely a couple of weeks she you know she says i love something that's cult adjacent it's like yes you do girl yes you do yeah um, <laughs> it's very much like here's cult here's her stuff no honestly whatever makes you happy you know i'm at the point where i'm just like really sick of people and i just need to go be in the middle somewhere and just like have no one fucking bother me (laughs) facts um so yeah i i agree i i was telling you kind of like one of the hobbies or interests i had before was um surfing and consignment and i kind of got away from it when i moved down here Mm mm-hmm uh, mainly because it's so easy to buy things at a store. Like, I just got way more access. <laughs> and it's not like Atlanta is like the shopping mecca of the world by any stance, but it's like step up from Columbia. And so, yeah, you know, that was kind of the thing where it was like, oh, and then also I, st- I got more into, because, you know, for a while I resisted online shopping, like, for real, for real. Like, I was... I'm because I'm so used to going in a store, touching a fabric, looking at something, trying it on. I'm very averse to buying stuff online. Mm-hmm. Um, but because stuff got shut down, I had no choice. And so it was like, oh, well, then it's like, oh, well, let me just buy this. Oh, let me buy that. So anyway, I was telling you how I want to get back into um, thrifting, consignment stores, estate, state, estate sales, excuse me and filling out the rest of my closet with things that I want uh, at the same time, you know, without paying a huge, you know, price tag for a thing because it's quote unquote new, Um, which is also another thing, a a segue. So I bought this new book. Um, It's uh, Laundry Love by, what's his last name? Patrick something. I'll make sure I give it to Shanika so we can link it. But he basically goes through, he used to run laundry camp at the Mall of America up in Minnesota. And he gives you tools, tricks and everything to how to wash any and everything, like point period blank. He's like, you shouldn't have to dry clean nothing. Like most fabrics can be washed. And because especially if they're a natural fiber of a fabric and he shows you and talks to you about it. And I was like, oh, dope. So there was something that I was going to get dry cleaning. He talked about how bad dry cleaning is, which I kind of knew, but I didn't know like to the extent. I was like, dang. Um, And I had avoided buying dry cleaning only items because I didn't feel like taking them to the dry cleaner. I wasn't trying to pay all that money. So I've been using a couple of his things and believe it or not, it actually makes me want to do laundry. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, so this wool coat that I have is on my list to wash. I'm gonna like wash it, do like all the things to get like it basically brand new, get it 
some things need to be hemmed on it and things, and I'm going to um, donate it because I have bought another coat to replace it. That coat has served me well. I have had that coat since my junior year of high school. Like I know that for certain because my mom bought that for me before we took our trip. Um, my model UN trip to Pennsylvania because she's like, you need an actual real coat because it got really cold up there and it, you know, South Carolina, oh, 50. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Up there, that's like the high in April. <laughs> so I had to get a real coat. So I've used that coat. That coat's gone with me practically around the world. Um, but it's time. It's time. Still a good coat. Um, so I will gift it on to um, someone else. Not me. Um, but that's kind of one of the things I want to get back into. Um, interest is plants. Um, I actually told Shanika before I came home, um, I repotted all my plants. I think I may have mentioned that on the last podcast. And my plants are thriving. Still alive. I'm so excited. Um, especially my peace lily. It's really like growing out. And I'm very excited to see what happens. I'm excited for you because um, you gave me a dead one before. and was like, can you save it? Yes. Yes. Because I, I had no clue. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So needless to say, she was, she was like, nah, I am not Jesus. I literally I was like, save this. And that's the leaves fell <laughs> cascaded down into the dirt. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> like, well, let me see the roots. And if I can pull up a plant straight up and I just hear like sand being dust off, like dry sand being dust off, it's, 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 you know. It's dead. Yeah. So I haven't killed any of my plants, even though I was away from my apartment for a significant amount of time. They were like languishing though. I think if I had stayed away any longer, I think I would have came home to some dead plants. Um, yeah. So, so you're back on the plant life. I'm back on plant life, back nesting and like rearranging. I've been going through my stuff. That's kind of been the biggest thing right now is like going through my items and being like, what needs to be here and what doesn't need to be here. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing some purging as well. Right. It's been great. So that's happening. Um, purging some stuff in my office and just, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And I also want to get back to reading consistently. That is something that I slacked off considerably. And definitely so we can get back to like doing our little um, unofficial book club. Exactly. So I was like, we got it. Phoebe has a book out. I know. Ian has a book out. Um, you told me Michaela has her book. I Michaela Cole has a book out. Um, right. Which is interesting that you sent me. I didn't know she had gotten off of social media because I never followed her. I just liked her. I don't follow all the celebrities that I like. Um, Same. It's too much. It's and too much. Yeah, yeah, I just, and because sometimes it's just good to dip, dip in and then like sometimes your stories are too long. And, right, right. Yeah. There are just, there are people who I like and genuinely follow. And then there's other people, like you said, I'll just, I'll dip in and then I'm out. So um, I didn't know she got off and I'm like, wow. So what I'm referring to is Shanika sent me the L interview that she did um, and I watched it and it was really good. Um, but also Shanika let me know that she wrote a book and I had no clue. So I was like, oh, I want to read that as well. So. But one thing she mentioned when she talked about her deactivating her social media, and I was just like, yo, I, oh, I am not deactivating my social media. Um, mm -mm. However, I can definitely say with the self-awareness part, sticking with our theme, I have been way more engrossed in social media than other stuff. And so being more conscientious of how I spend my time. So peeling back on that and being able to redirect that time and just like allowing myself to be bored. Like it's okay, girl, to be bored. 
You don't have to constantly be. I would love to be bored. You know, like if I just want a moment where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm taking a break from like usually because what happens is I'll work, 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 and I want to take a mental break. And so I'll hop on the internet. And now I'm like redirecting that habit of instead of hopping on my phone to kill some time, I'll either pick up a book, listen to a podcast, or just stare at a wall. Like, can we just not do a thing? Like, it is okay to give yourself a break and not do a thing and actually breathe. Like, and I, also, I mean, is it even like a mental break? to scroll social media these days sometimes you get so engrossed in it and the next thing you know it's 30 20 15 hour minutes you know later when you only wanted like a three to five minute break and I'm like let me do something and I'm not I'm, I'm gonna say productive let me do something else and that's just it I'm gonna just do another thing instead of the scrolling um mm-hmm also noticed with myself that my attitudes towards things and my thoughts towards things have changed and I think it's because of the influence of um, social media some of it's good some of it's awareness and some of this is new stuff and but I also noticed I will pick up a thought be like oh this makes sense hold on to it without really delving any deeper into it yeah kind of taking it kind of like gospel yeah Um, instead of like pondering like, well, why does this, you know, click for you? Why do you like this? Why do you not like it? You know, that type of thing, the whole introspective part. So mm-hmm. I, I'm really becoming more aware of my interactions with social media and the influence that it has on my life. And I was telling Shanika just briefly before we got on the podcast, I was like, I thought about how I interacted with social media five three to five years ago and it's totally different like five years ago I was a heavy Facebook user and not an Instagram because I was Mm -hmm. like well first I had an Android so we were late to the game so I didn't see the big (laughs) issue about Instagram I was like yeah whatever you want to show some pictures I don't care whatever um no judgment he still is an Android user no judgment don't don't do it don't don't do it um so then my behavior changed and I started being more on Instagram than I was on Facebook Mm -hmm. and so now it's all about pictures and captions and video and all this other stuff and I go on Facebook and I'm like oh my gosh she's so slow (laughs) yeah 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 it's so slow. Yeah, it's so crazy. Cause okay, it was like the thing where it's like Facebook became the place where you didn't want to interact with the people you knew. Twitter mm-hmm. became the place where it was like the friends you wish you had. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Instagram is. What is it like? The life you wish you live. The white life you wish you lived, or the people you love to hate, maybe. I yeah, know. I can see that. I can see a little bit of that because now that you think I need to like go through and um unfollow some people, I mean uh, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of times I unfollow or don't follow people just for like a little pang of like jealousy, even though I know this is their highlight reel. Um, but when you're just like, damn, you know, I could have that. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you want to see in your face and you know unfollow or even another option is just not to go on um I try to be strategic with my time on there so I usually try to do my posts like at night and then I go to bed Mm. like why I miss your message um because I'll sleep in (laughs) and then you know I'll check it like in the morning and go from there because honestly when it comes to it like there's nothing that's like an emergency that needs a response right away fuck the algorithm I don't really care anymore um you know even like situations with like emails like people want immediate responses but I I I don't know I kind of feel like a day or two is just like an okay response of getting back like 24 to 48 hours is more than significant the if it's life or death you're calling me like I'm, right. I'm not even yeah. gonna like we're not gonna see here and front if it is life or death you're going to call me and I'm with you over the last couple of years I've noticed like I've always been a big phone person I've always been a caller 
um, I have changed my behavior based on the people who I interact with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I text more than I call. However, I'm still petty. So I keep my texts hella short. <laughs> and if I feel the need, like if I got to write you a pair, I'm calling you. I was like, I'm not writing you this mono monologue. I'm going to mm-hmm. call you and you're going to take this call. We're going to talk and then we're going to hang up and you're going to get over it. Uh, so cause I have a lot of <laughs> that aren't big phone talkers and I'm like that's fine girl but listen I'm not gonna go back that soliloquy to soliloquy to each other no Call. yeah get yeah. it out not Let's... reading all this dissertation in a text get out of here um so Ugh. I that's... hate I I I I've been guilty a little bit of it sometimes too but I hate when people have a long Instagram caption. Oh, it's a blog post. Yeah, like they're microblogging. Yeah, and I get it. It can. It's like a thing. I try not to do that. I'm like, if I have more than like basically like a paragraph, mm-hmm. two, two max. But sometimes it does take. You know, you got to separate the thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, I just reserve it for either video or I'm like, you know, this needs to be a blog post. Let me, let me, let me put it on a document and then I'll blog it later. Um, So there's that piece. But yeah, I just becoming more aware of my interactions with social media and pulling it to an area where it's like another tool instead of being, um, being used by it, using it. And I think that's where, I'm at right now and say, nah, I'm totally a consumer right now. I am totally being used by it, being swayed and all those stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm going to change it. So there will be changes in my behavior and I'm enacting certain things and how I interact with it to, to reinforce the, the new behavior modification. So, you know, that goes along with the awareness of like, how do you interact with social media? How do you use it? What, what do you use it for? Um, initially, to me, it was a way to keep up with people that I, you know, don't live with or, you know, we have totally different lives, especially my friends that lived abroad or my friends that lived out of state, um, lived out of town, my friends with kids, you know, I would still call and text, but sometimes it would be easier just to go on Facebook and be like, oh, they posted something about their baby cool you make a comment keep pushing you know and I kind of want to get back to that where it's just like oh it's just like a way to keep tabs because there was no pressure there was no doom scrolling it really was a light breezy interaction where you can take it or leave it it wasn't yeah. um, a compulsory or compulsion a compul. there was no compulsory I think that's what I'm saying yeah compulsory compulsory thank you compulsory um action or need for the social media it was just like your phone you want to call somebody pick up your phone you want to text somebody pick up your phone you want to check on somebody go on their facebook proof of life keep it pimping and you want to share something with someone you know social media can be an easy way to do it if you don't have their immediate like contact or something um that's what I want to get back to and that's not what it that's not what it is right now and so I'm making that conscious effort to get it back there because that's like to me I think it's a much healthier place um and it also helps curve some other things you know you're not doing a whole lot of pressure or um pressure buying you know like oh I'm gonna buy this I know there's um I want to read her book um her name is Asia Barber and it's like about it's called consumed and how we buy things just for the thrill and then like it just quickly dies away exactly and I'm like oh girl let us not so that's kind of like one of the things I'm 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 totally working on I think um hit up our next thing um so we can we can wrap it up uh going into our our generation it's viewpoints on things that are different and 
I think a lot of it's because we have more information. You know, we're, we're more informed, better or worse, however you want to put that, about things and being able to have the knowledge of, with that information and making, making knowledgeable decisions. So like one of the things that we, you know, wanted to talk about, want to talk about are like wanting to try new things and mm-hmm. what are those things? Um, for me, one, <laughs> a new thing is um, I want to be more present and show up in ways that I think I do in my head. So mm-hmm. like, you know how they talk about main character energy and this, that, and the third. I... I want to exhibit that in the way I, I walk and do a thing. So like yesterday, okay. um, example, yesterday um, I had my chiropractic appointment. So I went and had my appointment afterwards. I was like, well, I need to go buy an item off the laundry list of the, the, the new way I'm doing laundry. And um, I also am hungry. I need to, get, need to eat. And rather doing my usual, I'm going to just go to a store by my house and then cook. I was like, why don't I treat myself? I haven't been out in the air all week. I have not gone to a restaurant since last week, I think, even before then. Um, let me go have a, a, a me day, you know, like, let me, let me go, let me take me out on a date. So I did. I went and did the, the, the errand. And then I went to a restaurant that I've been looking to go to that happened to be along the way. Um, I didn't realize that's where it was. So I was like, oh, cool. Well, here it is. I went to the bar, sat, had some dinner, um, enjoyed a glass of wine, did not take out my phone, just enjoyed the meal and, um, you know, got up and paid. I was like, I want a dessert. And so on the way back, ran across this cafe. I was like, oh, snap. I wonder if they have like pastries and stuff. And they did. So I went sat outside um I was like oh I want to be outside and sit so I sat outside had my little dessert my little coffee and just mm, just had like a little me time once again didn't pull out my phone just watched people and enjoyed my dessert and then then I left you know with a page and then I went home and like you know wrapped it up for the night and I was just like that's what I want to do more often doesn't have to be every day but definitely once a week I want to take myself somewhere and be there you know even Mm. if I'm sitting in the in the chair you know at a cafe um in my own head and in my own thoughts people watching I'm doing that thing like one of the things I want to do is go to the art museum because they have wi-fi so they said if you want to work from home you can do so at the museum and I have membership and I was like you know what that's a great idea I should take my laptop and go to the museum see the exhibit work because they have like a really nice like atrium space if it's a great day yeah. I can sit outside I mean I have internet on my phone I can do a hot spot um and enjoy the day. I did take myself out earlier this week on Tuesday, which, oh my gosh, we'll talk about that afterwards. Um, the whole kerfuffle. Um, I had a whole ass, like, mini meltdown slash panic attack about a thing. Um, Mercury's in retro. I mean, I, I it did too, but it's so funny. Uh, just to interrupt real quick, you talking mm-hmm. about just like being somewhere. I was talking about that today in my session as well, about being a little bit more mindful. I remember in a yoga class, it was like, well, your body's here. Your mind is always like thousands or miles away or somewhere else. And right. it's just like, really hard to just be where you are. Yeah, it can be. Uh, we have to train ourselves to do such. <sighs> I think we were more mm-hmm. apt to it, you know, younger we are. And then you get out of out of practice for myriad of reasons. Um, so one of the things that I got out of, you know, my little mini meltdown was, you know, you have to move slower. You can't be so quick with things. I mean, there's a time when you need to like pick up the pace, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. But there, when you move too fast, if you're not intentional, 
you will miss a thing. And so like what happened just to like give you context, I thought I lost my phone and I was having a complete meltdown because my phone is so central. My phone is like my car keys. You, you misplace your car keys and you're, you're screwed, right? Mm-hmm. You misplace your phone. You're like, oh my gosh, I gotta go get another phone. I gotta replace all my passwords and I gotta tell people and blah, 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 blah. And I was just melting. And then I go to my car and I was like, screw it. Get everything out of this book bag. We're going to check. And my phone was in the pocket. I had moved so quickly. I had forgotten that I had put it in the pocket. And I was like, you have to slow down a little bit when you're doing things. Because you, it's like that automatic pilot, how you get in your car to drive to a place that you go to 50 million, 11 times and you show up and you forgot how you got there. Same situation. Yeah. I'm so used to like putting <sighs> the phone yeah. in a pocket to go get the thing, do the da da da. I forgot which pocket, and so I had like a and I couldn't feel it. That's when the meltdown. So that once again comes back to that awareness, and it was like a teachable moment. One, you need to slow down when you're doing a thing. You need to give yourself more time when you're going to do a thing. Um, if you feel like you're going to be rushed, then you might need to ask yourself, do you even need to do it? Can you do it in the time? And if you can't, then you might not need to do the thing. And that's okay. You know, um, I ended up going because um, I was going to see the Atlanta Symphony. They were playing at the park, Piedmont Park, and ended up going, had a fabulous time. And I went by myself. But, you know, I did that before the pandemic. I was doing a lot of things by myself. Um, and it was like, so refreshing and nourishing to me to get back to doing those types of things like and y'all I made a whole thing like I had a blanket I saw the photo um and then you're taking the wrong um train right oh yeah so I took the I took the right train (laughs) however I did not give myself enough time to make the switch because I forgot that I am not as direct as I was before (laughs) before I'm leaving in my old apartment all I had to take was my normal train and it would have took me right there because I am now in a new section of Atlanta I gotta hop (laughs) and I didn't have time for the hop so that's why I had to take the the Uber straight to the park Uh, so I now have to remind myself like unless it's east to west where you're going you gotta go to five points to switch and you gotta add another 30 minutes or 20 depending on where you're going to do your switch so yeah it was a whole to do so I was like oh girl but made it there had a great time all that good stuff and it was just like being in the moment I, like I said I didn't pick up my I think I did I picked up my phone like once or twice to like take a photo but that was it like to like capture but the rest of the time I just sat listened to the music I ate I drank because I brought like a drink with me and um, I made mm-hmm. myself a salad so I just enjoy my Mm -hmm. time out in the air outside and it was lovely y'all it was really really lovely and those are the things that I miss so much and I want to incorporate more and so like you know talk about you know hobbies and interests and all that other stuff but those are the things I want to try is to incorporate new things in my day-to-day so it doesn't become so monotonous Um, yeah one of the things I'm going to get back into is uh, swimming, and <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus, uh, this is this is everything. Um, and uh, what was the other thing I wanted to do? Oh, skate! I don't know when that's going to happen, but I do want to. I, I do want to try the skating. Skating but yours are much different in the things that you're. Yeah wanting to do did you want I think one thing I kind of also want to reignite is writing like I don't know I I don't consider myself a writer but I do feel like when I do take the time Mm -hmm. I can turn out something pretty good there you go and I you know I've even looked into like writing workshops or whatever but (laughs) there's nothing here um and then um also just like getting out and taking pictures just you know not even professionally just for myself right um yeah I I hear you um 
just the simple pleasures. I agree. Very much so. Simple pleasures or just pleasures in general. Because like you get so focused on things and achieving and producing, we, we don't put as much energy in living, being, you know? It's all the yeah. we do. And it's like, what about the being? So that was kind of like why I'm, you know, being very mindful of the things and stretching my limits on certain stuff and doing things that are kind of out of the norm. Because um, I want to emulate, I want to start the practice of the life that I want to live. So that yeah. way it's not so foreign to me. It's still wonderful. It's still going to And when we do get it, we realize we deserve it. That part, because you, you know, and it's not a deserving based off of, oh, I worked so hard. Yeah. No, it's a deserving because you just deserve. <laughs> exactly. You deserve, which is something that is counter to, you know, especially with previous generations, you know, you deserve, and there was always a clause. And it's like, no, your birthright is this. You get this. And it's, it's different than entitlement. And I think the difference is the intention and the, um, the acknowledgement of gratitude. Like, with your entitlement, I expect I deserve, I'm going to get because da 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 da. But there's no gratefulness about it. There's no thankfulness. Right, about right, it, right. You know, as opposed to, well, I expect and I deserve because I am grateful. And, you know, this is how I act. And this is how, you know, I, I expect things to be. There is a sense of, acknowledging that this is something that's given to you as a gift or given to you because and you receive it and are grateful for it there's thanksgivings there's thankfulness for being given this and there's a different there's a whole different vibe with that as opposed to you know your entitlement as opposed to you know deserving expectation you know is an abundance mindset as opposed to like a lack you know I yeah. get this you don't as opposed to I receive this and you can receive this like your receiving doesn't take away from me right exactly and that's the attitude I'm trying to have like well I can have that too and not in a well, I can have that too like a nasty way like in a yeah. oh well shoot oh, I, I can do know. that too right I didn't even know that was possible oh this is a new a new thought oh thanks for letting yeah. me know that this is a possibility yeah. that yeah. you can go and do a thing as opposed to oh I had no yeah no idea and because we don't we don't know everything but staying open and staying grateful and staying aware and I think that's kind of how we're positioning ourselves kind of going forward you know absolutely well, you know, and we still haven't gotten to everything we need to talk about, but that's fine um, because I need to reach out to someone anyways about a certain thing that I'm interested in exploring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is a good one. This is like double therapy today. Oh, I know. I don't start mine till Tuesday. I'm like, I had to get a new therapist, y'all, and I made my joke. <laughs> this morning I'm just sad was there a reason for specific reason why yeah they couldn't bill me consistently and I was just tired I'm tired mm. of running down to give you my money like no mm. <laughs> yeah I get that and then they were like oh you owe us and like what you mean I owed you like I've been paying you what this has and I was like nope no can't deal with it I'm so sorry this is this is trailer and I don't do trailer so um I, I, I was like, let me, let me go find a new one. Plus I had some different type of uh, focuses that I want. I definitely want mm -hmm. to know more about uh, my main three focus are grief because that is reality. Um, and lately it's been kicking my whole entire tail. I've been, I've been fighting back y'all, but ooh, Chile. I think that's also part why I'm tired. Um, two, um, 
abundance mindset, financial mindset, thoughts that aren't serving me regarding finances and money. And there are some things that I am looking to do this year and next in the next two years. I can't have the same mental patterns around money. I got to change it. Got to change it. Um, if I'm wanting to achieve the things I want to. So looking to have my therapist help me with that. And then the third one is my um, phobia of water. Well, I won't say phobia, that's too strong to word. My, my fear of water. I don't think it's like mm-hmm. an actual diagnosed phobia. It's just like I have a legitimate hesitation towards deep water, which makes sense because I did have a traumatic experience. So having working with a licensed professional to help me through that I'm doing my piece of the exposure therapy of actually going back for swim lessons, but I need someone to help me on the other side, the emotional stuff, give me those tools to work with. So, you know, I don't freak out in the water. I haven't freaked out, praise God, but whoo child, I am. Mm, just thinking about it. Makes, my, makes my anxiety go up and I'm not trying to. Whereas I can't get enough of water. Right. And I want to get there because there's some things I want to do, y'all. Like, I gotta Yeah, so you come kayaking with me. Yeah. Paddle, paddle boarding. Right. I, sh- I, sh- I showed you that one thing I want to do um, when they shoot you out of a kayak, basically, and we're going down, you go down. The- <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. And I just, first I saw <laughs> concussion and second I saw drowning. And Well, you'd have I a helmet on. You have a I helmet wanna- and you have a, a thing. But I was just like, I just saw myself wrestling in the water and I was just like, no, my, my anxiety right now, my heart's already palpitating. I, I mean, you know, clearly you would do some training. There is like, I want to get into the kayaking, like when you're kind of like sitting in it and like where you learn like to flip and if you flip, how to get out of it yeah. and all of that stuff. So yeah. no, I think that's definitely something you, you should, if you're going to continue with your kayaking and stuff, you need to have those defensive things, like, you know, kind of yeah. defensive training with driving yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) basically like i'm battling people like right you know Um, i don't know i watch a lot of horror movies so i'm always thinking something's gonna jump out and get me (laughs) right so i just yeah i have a thing that i want to do not that i want to i am doing next year and i have to be prepared and i was like let's let's so i'm doing both sides i know the swim lessons aren't going to get me there alone. I need to do the other part. So this therapist, praise God, she don't know, but she she got a lot of work ahead of her. <laughs> no, bless. So, don't bless do it her. to her. Listen, I'm coming out the gate hot. <laughs> like, I got shit to do. <laughs> oh, this ain't boy. no, I feel bad. No, honey, it, listen, I got issues and we need... They, gone like this i need them out scrub them out let's figure it out so anyway um we're just excited we got stuff coming up this month shanika's doing her stuff for you know since october october uh fall halloween themed halloween theme so be on the lookout she's going to be talking to her peeps and they're going to be talking whore shit um hot girl whore (laughs) Oh my God, no. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no. Hottie Wings. <laughs> Stop. Stop. If I, if I knew more, I wouldn't, but I don't know anymore, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> but, um, just yeah. stop. So be on the lookout for those things coming up in the next coming weeks. And then we're going to hop into November. And, you know, that is the time of the hollow days, um, holy days, if you want to call it. And so we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff there as well. If it gets closer to time, we'll bring up those topics. But, you know, sound off in these comment sections. Let us know if there's anything y'all become aware of that you are working on things that you're doing um you know we'll put some stuff on our on our gram and in our facebook group but definitely let us know if you have any questions you know this is always open have any questions email us or hit us in the dm if there's any topics you would like for us to discuss same email dm um but yeah we we got the first couple of months pretty locked so 
Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and then until next time. Uh, bye, bye, oh. oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, wait, did we do anything? I said, oh, forget. I keep forgetting we actually have an outro now. I'm still like, it's still new to me. Sorry, y'all. So, yes. Bye. <laughs> bye. Just bye, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please remember to rate, subscribe, review, share with your friends. Check us out at selfcreatedpodcast.com. Email us selfcreatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can listen to Self Creative Podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen.